And welcome, everybody, to episode 725, 725 of RP Grinders. I'm your host, Frank Branches, alongside my trusty cohorts, Eric the Great, Breakman the Bold. Gentlemen, how are you? Hey, just let me know when we start, before we start the show, just let me know. <laughs> um, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> Breakman, how you doing, man? Okay. Yeah? I'm still writing down the, the, the list you gave me here. Why are you Preparing writing it down? <laughs> oh, that see this is going to be cool. We're, now, we're doing two mini tournaments, right? Break. Right. We're we're doing a 32 uh uh you know, of the cutest game characters. Which one are we starting with, Break? Do you know? Not yet, I haven't decided. Okay. So, there'll be a surprise. It's either going to be the the top 32 cutest characters in video games or the top 32 hottest like like sexiest uh video game characters in games and we did i at least i added some some males to the mix too um so i know that's gonna be well, tough. i did five of each yeah i i couldn't come up with five and then i couldn't remember the guy from days gone his his name in in that game so i just I don't know. I just, and I, I wasn't really specifically thinking of guys versus girls either, because there's some in there that are curveballs. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, whatever suits your fancy, you know. And and um, I mean, I'm I'm man enough to admit when a guy is good looking and sexy. So I I threw in a few in there. Uh, but we should have a ton of fun with both of those tournaments, little mini tournaments, as they say. So um, you know, we'll. Uh, We'll be in really, really good shape. The only thing is, we got to figure out how many rounds to do in a week. I think we got to do two rounds in a week in order to get all this, this done. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think we'll be in good shape, though. Uh, really good stuff. So, um, all right, gentlemen, let's uh, let's get uh, started with the news here. RPG. News. All right, Eric, you are up, sir. Okay. Um, from RPG site, we've got a release date for Redemption Raider Reapers, and it's coming out February twenty second for PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, PC. Um, strange that there's no PS Five version planned. Eh, I mean they'll they'll eventually get it there. But I I was looking at um some uh, uh footage of this before the show. And it looks really, really nice, man. I mean, this this game looks good. Uh, so it's something to look forward to for sure. The animations are really good. I mean, a little dark. I know our, our uh, break and I talk about the, the darkness in video games and why mm. wouldn't you want? But but other than that, I mean, I I don't think I have any complaints. I mean, I think it looks really, really good. I mean, I think what is this a strategy game? Yeah, tactical. Uh, yeah, strategy <clears throat> game made by the people that made Ender Lilies, which is also a fun game. Yeah, this looks good, man. I mean, uh, it looks really pretty, uh, for and sure. it's got, like, talent from um, earlier Fire Emblem games. Yeah, looks good. All right, uh, anything else on that, uh, Eric? No. All right, Break, do you, do you, you don't have uh, your... Other than, um, I can give you a price, uh, 50 bucks. Okay. Uh, you got your links up, Break? All right. Just live PG site. Fuga Melodies of Steel Two launches on May 11 for the PlayStation Five, PlayStation Four, all the Xboxes, the Nintendo Switch, and the PC. All right. And any uh, word- a turn-based RPG 
Um, the sequel follows the storyline of the original, uh, which was released in 2021. It adds new gameplay elements, such as a second form for the Soul Cannon, a judgment morality system, and airship battle routes. A new character is also introduced named Vanilla. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I added a, um, a name to the cute characters, uh, which uh, I don't think anybody came up with, uh, and it was Vanille from uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Mm. You know, I, th- I think she's a really cute little little character in the game. So, but anyways, uh, this looks interesting. I don't know. Um, you know, yeah, whatever. Sure. An- anything else on this uh, break? Uh, available in deluxe and standard. Uh, deluxe edition comes with a mini soundtrack of music from the game. I hate it when it, they do the mini I know. soundtrack. Why can't we just get a goddamn soundtrack? Yeah. Uh, I was almost I, inclined to put Moogle in for a cute character, but then I have to get, decide which Moogle. <laughs> I think I put in Moogles in general, Eric. I'm not 100% uh, sure. Uh, an art book to immerse yourself further into the into its world, plus costumes and items that can be used in the game. As we've talked about before, those will be items that are only good until level until you're in level two. two yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, downloadable items: digital art book, uh, eighty pages; digital soundtrack, fifteen tracks. As they said, a sampler, which is bullshit because they're just digital files. You can get the whole got whatever. Did- In-game bonus items: sleepwear for all. <laughs> yeah you know here's an interesting question for you guys like you know i know you talked about that break like um uh like you know after level two those items are pretty useless what why not come out with like like for pre-order bonuses like you know up until you hit level five a, a weapon is really good you know what i mean that would be a good boost to what, somebody what about like, um they give you a weapon that you can't use until you hit a certain level that too that would be really nice that that you know and then you work up to that level and you're like oh shit i got this badass weapon waiting for me you know yes. type thing yeah in stores yes i want this, this is yeah It'd be good Fine. exactly Fine. Fine. i don't know sometimes the video game industry i really don't think has us in mind when they make uh, video games man just look at square enix you know they it's money first and then whatever follows i will be talking about that a little bit later uh anything else on this break uh no just those in-game items so that's it yeah big five says sleepwear for all characters i just sleepwear uh, pajamas you can put them in pajamas that's yeah. awesome it's like um uh friday the 13th you can buy bikinis and and shit for your app for your for your uh counselors like well there's, there's a definite angle to that break like like that would cater to people like us right break like seeing chicks in bikinis is always nice but but like sleepwear i mean do you really want to put unless it's like really hot like negligees or lingerie i mean what what do we want i mean you know i mean come on um freak freak five says um um boxer shorts with hearts on them yeah, exactly. Like in Catherine, <laughs> you know. uh, Freak Five says Indian food sounds good. Yes, uh, I highly recommend. If if you've never eaten Indian food, man, Indian food is bomb diggity. All right, next uh, story comes to us from uh, Loading uh, RPG Site dot net. Bethesda announces the Elder Scrolls Online Necrom for PS Five, PS Four, Xbox. Xbox, uh, the Xbox Series PC uh, to release in June. So you got that to look forward to. It'll be, holy shit, it'll be priced starting 
at $39.99 for the base upgrade with several pre-purchase bonuses and other bundles available. So now on expansion, oh, you're not just buying Necrom. You're buying. You're basically buying all the previous expansions too. Why don't they say that in this article then? That would. I mean, you know, because $39.99 for a fucking expansion sounds expensive to me, unless it's super expansive, like. You know, I mean, I mean, it does say it introduces 30 hours of all new content, um, you know, and the, and the, of course, with uh, Morrowind, the cinematics always look really nice in the trailers and whatnot. But uh, 39, now that you mentioned it, that's that sounds decent, Eric. But I mean, the way that they're still the Elder Scrolls Online, it's like not the greatest game in the world, but it has its fan base, right? Right. I mean. I'm a fan of the older Morrowind games for sure, but damn, that just sounds a little, little too much. But if you're telling me that you get all the previous uh, DLC with that, then maybe not so bad. I mean, I'd like, I, I'm not into MMOs, but uh, uh, if I were to play something, it'd be probably Morrowind, just because I find that world a lot like D&D and, you know, all the D&D game, uh, games that I played haven't been really up to snuff except for uh um there was a uh, um ah that one mmorpg that just came out not well maybe it's been a while now but it was on the ps4 uh and it was D based it was decent but i could tell it was a pay to win type type game eventually but uh you know whatever and i'm not into online battling with other people and all that shit anyway so whatever so that's kind of cool that you do get the. I see now uh, as I'm reading further into the stories that it it gives you all that that stuff. So that's cool. All right, Eric. Uh, next story, please. All right. Um, from RPG site. <coughs> Excuse me. But Mass Effect Two and 3's lead writer Mac Walters has left Bioware. Hmm. And he confirmed he left the company at the tail end of 2022. This is a self-based career break, which means that it might be a while before we see him actually return to the industry if he returns at all. That's what it says here. Yeah, um, I think I think he's too talented to uh, deal with Bioware's BS, man. Honestly, the Raiders are the online fe- uh, online characters, right? The what? Online features of uh, Mass Effect Two and Three. Um, I I'm I don't know. I mean, I I'm not the person to ask on that break. It's been a long time since I played multiplayer in that game. Because yeah. well, it's been a long time since I played that game. But, uh, All I know is that this guy uh, is on another level when it comes to writing. I think you can agree with that, right, Break? I mean, the the story is just out of this world in Mass Except Effect. Except the Mass Effect 3's ending. He kind of failed that. Well, I mean, they ret- retconned and tried to fix it. But, I mean, but other than he, that... You can only fix it so much. Right. But, the problem but, is that was... Gold, that was they said... Previously, they'd had that ending kind of intended from the beginning. Yeah. That's part of the problem. Whereas yeah. they should have made it more adaptable, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, look, if you just take the ending but, aside. Uh, apparently, they, 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 they saw people's complaints and they assumed that the ending was confusing. So they clarified some points on your choices. But they didn't actually fix the problem of the ending itself. Yeah. The fact that your choices were still essentially the same. Mm. And they still didn't explain a couple things. 
I mean, I just got an ad for the Madonna. And the way it ends is just not great. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, honestly, everything else was so good, Eric. I mean, I, I, I mean, uh, usually I say if you can't land a movie... That... I also hate how Mass Effect 3 assumes you've made certain choices. Like, if you're lo- not loading your save data from the previous game. Yeah. And doesn't let you pick certain choices. So that yeah. it doesn't assume you make others. Well, I know. That aside, Eric, I mean, I think the Mass Effect story itself, I mean, you know, to create a whole new world in the science fiction realm is not an easy thing. I mean, it's pretty much dominated by, um, you know, Star Trek or Star Wars. If it's not in those universes, it, it's really hard to to come up with a whole world and, you know, uh, movies and games and books and everything else that's coming I'm, I'm not saying mass effect was a movie or anything but you know like you know what i'm saying like it's a whole universe that that can be you know picked apart and you know go on for a long time which i'm surprised they haven't announced a new mass effect uh video game series to be honest because it's i mean there's so much to pick from in that game am i right break i mean there's i mean it's well, just it's a ripe well, world ea seems to be you know trying to do better but yeah so maybe they won't have as many um executive decisions influencing how games turn out yeah i don't know what their plans are for mass effect but one of the reasons it was delayed is because they planned on sequels to andromeda like they thought andromeda was going to be the next big thing and then when it was a huge flop they had to scrap all their plans and start over yeah the only reason that that was a flop is because they gave it to a different studio that did a shitty job on the video game itself right (laughs) but uh, i did play it later when it was fixed you know that all the bugs were taken out of it and stuff yeah that's what i'm uh, saying like if if ea it's if if bioware would have developed that themselves the andromeda stuff they would have i mean it would have been great but they were just too busy with other shit, you know. So whatever. I mean, what other shit? I mean, are you sure it wasn't executive meddling? Well, it could have been that too, and it could have been the lack of sales. I mean, there, there's all kinds of, of stuff that could have. I mean, if, uh, if affected you give people ridiculous deadlines, they're not gonna. They're gonna do rush to try to get it done. I agree, stuff. Eric. But but if you put Bioware right next to, um, you know, I, I don't know who were the developers of Andromeda. Can anybody tell me? Anybody look it up real quick? If you put Bioware up against them, don't you think it would have been a little more refined? At least look better than what Andromeda did at the beginning. I mean, Andromeda uh, carried French culture is really big in Bioware. So if you can't, were, well, it, always with Bioware. Look, if you can't get character models right, then then what are you doing making a a game of this scale? You know what I'm saying? Like like. They picked the wrong person to to develop it, is what I'm saying. So, it is what it is. All right, Eric. Next person, don't you mean team? Yeah, and I'm not even sure that's true. So it was somebody. It was within Bioware that it was developed. Well, then Bioware fucking shit the bed on this one, then. But okay, um, I don't know. This Mac Walters is a legend, as far as I'm concerned. I know he he shit the bed with the ending of three, but you had. Two and three stories up to that to the ending that were, I don't know, pretty fucking solid, man. I mean, not much better. I mean, can you guys think of any other? Uh, I, I mean, I, mean, I, I feel I like don't the think DLC it's, it's, of Mass Effect Two was more entertaining than the entirety of the game. What were you saying, Break? It's not that the ending was shit in itself. It's that 
people wanted their all the choices they made over the games to impact the ending, mm-hmm. and that's where we were, everybody was disappointed because that didn't happen. Right, you know? right, right, right. Well, and that's what Bioware didn't under, seem to understand. Like, like you said when they re, or like Eric said when they redid the ending. Like they're like, here's all the back characters. Here's all that stuff you care about, right? Mm-hmm. No, we wanted our all the choices we made. We wanted them to be impactful. Yeah. We thought they were going to be impactful. Um, turns out most of them were just minor side quests and shit in the game. Yeah, I know that was a valid concern, break for sure. But I'm just saying the writing in general. If you were to take in Although this, I think Mass Effect Three on the whole is just it's just average because. It plays like any other FPS, and that makes it boring to me. Okay, Even if the well, game's well made. That's fine, Eric, because you're biased. You're more into like other stuff, right? I'm the same way. Like I, I don't particularly find first-person shooters interesting, but but like a first-person perspective is sometimes a good thing, you know. Like like Village, for instance, which I'll be talking about later. It wasn't first person game though. It was a third person third person. Game. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, like to me, and, and, and it, it was so tropey because, like, there there are enemy types that are like, well, here's like maybe five enemy types that you get different versions of. <laughs> Like, here's the heavy version. Here's the not heavy version. I know, Eric. But, look, every game has those issues, right? Like, like no game do you go where there's... Not every game. Um, Eric, what, can I say two questions. words without you interrupting? Let me finish my point and then pick it apart and destroy my points one by one. Okay? I'm, most games, most, reuse assets or, or tropey tropey things i mean there's only seven stories to be told to begin with you see what i'm saying so what mass what i'm saying is mass effect did something interesting at the very least it wouldn't have been as popular uh if it wasn't at at the very least interesting eric look at something for instance like like anthem i was super um excited for anthem because i thought this is a new world a new sci-fi thing that we could do you know all kinds of things we can basically be iron man and it turned out to be absolute and utter shit because a lot of the same things that we're talking now mass effect at least tried something slightly different i don't know it, i mean it was it wasn't as successful as it was because it was just bad right and and horrible gameplay and and all this shit you know so i mean it's a lot better than something like um uh, skyrim when it came out or or um you know other things that i i hold in high regard i think more than anything with mass effect 3 that let me down is that it felt like i was playing an action movie rather than an actual video game yeah that's one criticism i can see but if you look at the the current landscape of gamers eric like i mean it's it's call of duty it's um you know a bunch of action type games so i mean they i mean i think they succeeded uh in the face of of you know uh stuff like that i don't know i just for me mass effect is is one of those you know trilogy of games that you rarely rarely get whether or not the you know one was different than two or three i mean to get a trilogy of solid good games like this is a feat that um most people i don't know don't even think about or they can only dream about you know a whole new world with all different alien races and i don't know i just thought it was interesting at the very least you know i mean i mean anthem 
I mean, when you look at gameplay of Anthem, because I, I, I mean, I bought that game, but I haven't played it yet. And the only reason I bought it was because it was two bucks. <laughs> you, you know what would have made Mass Effect 2 and 3 more interesting to me? If they did, like, a Vats-like system of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that system is really good from Fallout. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Nothing is. You know, we'll we'll be talking a little bit about that later as well. Who did this story? Was that you, uh, Eric? I didn't do the um, Bioware thing. Okay, so, so then it's my turn. Uh, next story comes to us from RPG site. Yggdra Union comes to PC on February 6th. Uh, I remember playing this on the Advance. Um, I didn't care for it too, too much, but it does have a cult following, so I think it's I kind of... I thought you said you liked it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, uh, Eric, I, these aren't my my type of games, per se, um, but it was okay. You know, it's like... Uh, it's like... Um, I don't know. What's another game that's kind of similar to Igdra that uh, I could compare? It? What would you compare it to, Eric? You have an encyclopedic uh, knowledge of video games. The other game, Steam, that was a strategy RPG called uh, Gugnir. Yeah, this one was better than that one for sure. Um, I did play that one as well. I, I had a... I mean, I, I don't I was, know. I think, I think Gugnir is a better game, but... Really? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I... I you know, opinions. I think... Yggdrin Union had a lot of the ideas that they couldn't do in that game were put into Gunir, and Gunir is more of a straightforward strategy RPG, and Yggdra was trying to do something a little different. But... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I give it... Uh, but this does make me wonder, like, is this the reason we haven't got a, piece, or a Switch release of this, because they can't, because Atlas still holds the license, and they're just sitting on it, because... Sega's basically forbade them from doing any third-party work why under the Atlas label. Why would Sega do that, man? It just means more Sega money. Sega sucks. Don't yeah. even understand Sega Yeah, sucks. that's true, too. That's true, too. All right. Sega has strict rules about streaming for games that are old, unless they're, like, super old, like Persona 3 Portal. There's no, there's no restrictions on that, but they had a bunch of for Royal, even though Royal is just a rehash of the five. Mm. But um, always boils weird, down to it's money. Weird stuff like that. But um, so I guess they they wanted to get around the fact that they wanted to release their game to really Western audiences, but they couldn't release on the Switch because they still have those rights. So if we posted it on another platform, then we can get around that. <laughs> but yeah. um, uh, I guess it's an early access because. I think they have to redo the localization, and there might be bugs in the game, and so it's only to be like a like a six month period where they'll slowly add quality of life features that they want to add to this version of the game specifically, hmm. and maybe they can work something out to do ports on other platforms. And the Switch is impossible. There's always PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Tap. I guess. I mean, I I don't. I don't see the appeal for yeah, I got a Steam Deck, so I don't even care about the Switch version at this point. Yeah. But maybe this means the other department heavy games and their catalog will be released at some point. Yeah. All right. Uh, next story, Eric. Because I think Gunier and Knights in the Nightmare are also out, and I think Riviera might have got a release. Knights in the Nightmare is a better game, I think, if I remember correctly. 
I think because I remember. Not, shut up, because it's not a strategy RPG. Shut up. It's a it's a good game. I like night. <laughs> what what is Knights in the Nightmare, man? I know I played it. It's uh, it's a weird fusion of bullet hell and strategy RPG. Oh shit! Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, bullet hell for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next uh, story, Eric. And you shut uh, up, son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the game isn't good if it's just strategy RPG. That's Frank's bias showing. <laughs> How dare you? Well, any strategy RPG is low on my list, pretty much, Eric. You're right. Okay, next story. Is it, that's my turn, because Break can't do stuff. Well, it, I I think it goes me. Yeah, I think it goes if uh, Eric, then me, and then Frank. Frank yeah. just did it, so your turn, Eric. Yeah, exactly, right. Eric, uh, you son of a bitch. Um, He's just trying to get out doing work, I think. No, I think so, I, too, I, man. I get to actually explain why Sega sucks. There's, like, one reason Sega sucks. But uh, former Sega localization coordinator blasts lack of translator credits in Persona 3 and 4 remasters. Yeah. Um, Katrina Lidadowski's uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, worked on Persona projects at Sega up until when she left the company and took to Twitter to note the lack of proper crediting for the translation team that handled the FIGS territories. That's French, Italian, German, Spanish. Um, I'm not going to say what she said, but... Um, so yeah, this, this is this is another yet another company in the gaming industry that refuses to credit the people that worked on its product. I don't understand that. You know? And, like, there was already an issue, and this might be the issue here, why they're not listed, is because maybe some of those people don't work at the company more, and if you apparently don't do that, you don't get credited. Which is which is a really stupid-ass policy. It's really ridiculous, I agree. In, in many, many gaming companies... Including Xseed. But they don't get credit for anything, even if you worked on, like, even if you weren't in localization. It's like, why, why do you if think. You, if you worked on something for, like, only a couple months and then left the company, they'll just not credit you. Why do you think that is, Eric? Why do you think it is that Sega is not crediting these people for the translations? I, d- I don't know, but, like, I can only think, like, I know most people that work on game don't get residuals, but they do get exposure by having their name put out there in credits. And if, and if you're somebody who's new to the industry and you're only hired in to work like for so long or you leave for whatever reason, how are you going to get your name out there at all if you do something else? Well, you could always put it on your resume, Eric. Yeah. And, you know, but like, but like, getting credited for your work it makes it easier. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, I can imagine a scenario where one of these translators is trying to get another gig on a video game, and they're like, "Oh, I worked on Persona 3. and they're like, "Oh, really? really? Because you're not in the credits." It. <laughs> yeah, you're not in the credit, but then you'd have to explain you can't it. Prove and, your work, yeah, it's a it's you might as well not have a resume. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because people can make up shit, and how does one know? You know, so yeah, I I, I could see why that would be super important. Yeah, 
Uh, no, I I don't have a problem with what you're saying, Eric. This I is, mean, it, this is do definitely... they not do it because it somehow costs money, even though they're not getting residuals for that? <laughs> I shit, that's a good question. I don't know. They don't yeah. want to put in the time to have somebody input all that information. Yeah, and they don't want to have to pay them. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it was, I mean, it, usually when these type of things arise, uh, guys, it, it, it boils down to money, right? I mean, I mean, let's just be perfectly honest. That's, that's what it boils down to. And there has to be some money involved in there some, some way. All right. Anything else on that, Eric? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. All right. Breakman. Coming to us live from RPG site, Marvel's Midnight Suns DLC number one. The good, the bad, and the undead adds Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it's, uh, uh, January 26th, there's the story. So is I he a hero uh, or villain? I can't, I can't hero. He's, I mean, he's <laughs> always been a hero. Available for the season pass or for individual purchases and introduces Deadpool to the playable roster. Other DLC characters coming to the game in the future include Venom, Mo- Morbius, and Storm. Oh, yeah. Storm. That's a powerhouse right there. Yeah. Has anybody um, heard about wait, this wait, game? I thought Venom was already a part of the group because he was advertised in the trailers. Uh, probably and we not. have to buy him as DLC? How bullshit. I know. I know, man. How? But, I mean, is this game any good? Has anybody heard? I mean, I haven't heard anything that, good. That's apparently a decent um, tactical RPG with... With, with card-based combat. Oh, um, God. Which, um, which I'm guessing doesn't work the way most people think it does. Yeah. Break and I are already out, right, Break? I mean, we heard two things. I mean, tactical uh, card. Uh, one thing I... I, I mean, two things I, I think, don't like. I think it's more like your attacks are represented by cards, but you don't actually have to build a deck. Well, that's good, at least. I mean, because card... I mean, usually card, you know, like any card system, like building a deck in a game is just fucking tedious to me. I don't know. I never really liked it. Not only do you got to do the tactic portion, but then you got to worry about your fucking deck. It doesn't play like a deck builder. It's just a facet of the game. Yeah, I guess. All right. Uh, Anything else on that break? Nope. All right. Next story comes to us from Gamatsu as soon as it comes up here. Uh, Metal Black S Tribute cancelled for PS4 and Switch Price to match Arcade Archives release So it'll cost seven ninety nine. This is Didn't we talk about this a week or two ago uh, Eric? Yeah, yeah. but like but, but one of those Two of those platforms with PS4 and Switch And the reason they're not doing it is because The Arcade Archives release is a thing That's happening so yeah. There's no point for them doing it nope. yeah. The recreation of the game that already exists yeah, that but makes sense. Uh, the Xbox and PC versions will still be sold. Okay, which is nice. So people who have those platforms can at least still play the game. Yeah, because they don't have the option of having arcade archives, right? Yeah, yeah. So arcade archives is PS4 and Switch only. Yeah. Okay, well that's cool. I mean, you know, I mean, no big deal there. All right, Eric. Next story, please. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, well, it might. And the only thing that sucks about this is apparently the problem with certain city connection releases is that they have input delay problems. And this is a shooter, so that's particularly important to note. 
and the hamster releases for the arcade archives might not have as big of a problem with that. So, Xbox and PC owners are screwed in that respect, potentially. But, uh, that's it. Alright, next story, Eric. Uh, Story of Seasons of Wonderful Life has a release date for June 27th in the West. And the Switch version is available this week in Japan if you absolutely can't wait. Um, but, uh, the game will be priced at $50 in North America with a premium edition priced at 60 with the latter including a copy of the game, a 3.5 inches tall by 4 inches, long pocket goat plussy, and a large cloth poster, and, and this is all housed in a custom box, and near up the Standard edition will be priced at €39.99 Euros or £34.99. And the premium edition being at 50 and 45 All I know is that it has one of the coolest trailers of any game I've ever seen. It's like all paper, like paper craft that they're calling it. And it's one of the coolest fucking trailers I've ever seen. It's mm-hmm. like, you know how like you pull like certain things and it like uh, makes it animated? It's a cool ass fucking trailer. You guys got to check it out. It, it's really, really neat. I don't know. I kind of dig it. It's like those uh, pop up books that you would like pull things and then like the characters would move a little bit to give it a little bit of life. It's really cool. Check out the trailer for Story of Seasons Papercraft trailer. It's really, really cool. Uh, I showed it here, so you got to see it here. But if you're listening on archives, make sure you check out that trailer. It's really, really something special. So. All right, anything else on that, uh, Eric? No. All right, Break, you get the honor of the last story, and this is something we'll probably talk a little bit about. Coming to us live from Gamatsu, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Die, A Hero's Bond. Uh, That's not the one. Um, What? Oh, wait, oh, wait, never mind. That is the one. How dare you? Yeah, I I screwed up something. All right, go ahead, uh. Okay. Anyway, what are the, uh, in service on April 26. Team action RPG uh, Dragon Quest Adventures of Die Heroes Mon will insert. Oh, why am I repeating myself? Uh, since the mm-hmm. game first launched on. Who cares? I'm skipping forward. <laughs> um, yeah. If it, would, if it would let me, like, it's slow here. Uh, I guess, I mean, really, that's the story, though. It's going to be canceled in April, so sorry. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix loses another mobile game because, because I, they can't just make a game. They have to make everything a service. Yeah, live service. Uh, uh, it, it's funny because Sterling, Stephanie Sterling did a, a really bang-up video on um, uh, Square Enix and um, talking about all the fucking live service games that they've killed off in the past year and a half, two years. And it's fucking staggering. Like, they are... They are they're a company that, that can equate themselves easily to EA. Like, they're the EA of Japan. Like, Square Enix has become really, really, really bad. Uh, Freak5 says, Early Stinko, the lady who didn't tip me on the order I just delivered. Yeah, that fucking... Mm. I, dude, I, 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 I... I always tip when I do delivery stuff like DoorDash. I know, I know, and everybody should. Fucking. Your house, right? You know that. That's, like, mandatory now. What? He's gonna have to go home. Go. Uh, the lowest I'll ever do is fifteen percent, but that's depending on what my wallet's at. It's what like were you 20. saying? Break. 
he's going to have to go buy some toilet paper and go TP your house. Yeah. I mean, I mean what you're supposed to do. Or just take a big dump on her uh, porch there, you know. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, so with no bag or anything, just so she could see How it. How would you know where they live, though? Because he, he <laughs> delivered just right to her house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, he was the delivery. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, that's what I would do. Just... You know, right, right, right there, right on the uh, porch there, Freak Five. Oh, I'll teach him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this is a big deal with uh, Square Enix in particular. Um, they are quickly, if not already, fully have aligned themselves with this live service thing, and they're cash grubbing pieces of shit. They're also doing NP nonsense on the side too. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, it's just really, really bad. I would I would recommend everybody just boycott all their live service games. I don't give a fuck if it's Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. Also, or, also they're or anything. grossly overpriced plastic figurines. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, some of that shit is always going to sell, like the Dragon Quest and the Final Fantasy stuff of the world. But I mean, I I if I'm if I'm a gamer in Japan. I don't know how I know we have a few listeners in Japan. Just fucking stop, st- you know, stop buying all this stuff. Like, you know, I know they're like quote unquote freemium games, but just just stop already. Let's not give them any money uh, for any of these games. Let them let them do single player. I hate the fact that they still think single player games are not viable, and that's total and utter fucking horseshit. I mean, the majority of the money. Um, that people make initially is by single player fucking games. Um, and, and what I mean by single player games is a games that also include multiplayer and, and, and whatnot, but not in this way, not, not, you know, pay to win schemes like, like that piece of shit, uh, Avengers game, uh, that they said will never be, uh, um, you know, pay to win, but eventually they were like, they slowed down the progression, the, the, you know, how fast you could, uh, uh, level up and then they started selling experience boost it's like you you just fucking lied uh, or you know all the like, crap like chocobo gp you take a really good concept you make a really good game out of it and then you attach a bunch of microtransaction bullshit on top of it right right um freak says I, lol i took a note of her address i will be back when i have to poop that away freak five nice. there you go now you're thinking, you know? You know what I'm saying? It's good stuff. All right. Um, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Brave Exvius is still happening in War of the Visions. Yeah. Exactly. And even then, they're going to be the same fucking bullshit over and over. Breakman, anything this week for you? No. All right. No. Let's move to what we've been playing. Inquiring minds want to know. What you been playing, Break? Um, a lot more blasphemous. Uh, I'm pretty close to the end of my second playthrough. Just, uh, the, the bosses have gotten a lot tougher at this point. Um, it, f- it feels so satisfying when you beat them when they're hard, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what she said, but okay. <laughs> what else? Anything else? Uh, wow. That's, I guess she would say that, wouldn't she? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's still pretty fun. Even like uh, this one boss, he was at four uh, four bosses. They all look like um, Death from Castlevania, essentially. All of them, all had their own special power. I'd play through all of them, fight their 
I guess their daddy or whatever. So I beat Larry Curly Moe and Shimp, and then I had to fight their cousin. <laughs> and uh, he had all their powers, and that was like beating him was so satisfying, you know. Actually, they're all supposed to be women, I think. Oh well, the Larry Moe and Curly women versions of them, whatever. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> Jane, and I don't know Karen. There you yeah. go. Hey, Karen, right? right. Uh, anyway, so um pretty close on the second playthrough getting through that um i don't know if i'll play through it again maybe who knows uh also i've been playing um the cowabunga collection it's still fun fun, i haven't played it online yet though i i'm kind of weary with how bad the net connection was on um shredder's revenge like that was just so bad yeah, because there's like a specific order of how you approach the game that lets you access the third ending or not. Because it involves that one character with a mace. And you can't kill him because like you have to do like a couple extra side questy stuff, and then like something else will happen mm. instead of you fighting him. I I didn't fight him at all. Like um, it's uh, I fight his sister first, and then uh, she gives me something, and she both times I've played through like he. He's like, oh, my sister's dead, and like, oh, I, I see, like, you're working for her, and then he, I gotta go someplace and get a special item from him. So I've yeah. never fought him. So, uh, so yeah, um, that means you're on the path of a third ending. I saw the second ending, so I'm on the path to the third. Okay. So the first ending, I have to kill that son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Okay, and, so I'll play and, it the third time because so I like it. It's, it's weird that like they don't set it up in such a way that you can't you deserve, You have to basically play the game twice and make sure you don't do it a certain way the first time. Weird. Otherwise, I'll have to do a third playthrough. All right. See the actual second ending. What else okay. uh, you you play break? Um, like I said, the Calabunga Collection, still a lot of fun. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to play it online. I just, I, I hope it's better netcode, but I'm just weary with after Shards Revenge. Like, it was just so bad. And, um, what else I play? Some Friday the 13th, speaking of bad netcode. Like, uh, <laughs> man, some of the, like, uh, I was play- I tried playing it the other night. I couldn't even finish one game because it, it was so laggy. People were just quitting and just like, uh no. Skodama's in chat. What's up, Skodama? He says, on the path to beating it when it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's awfully. Alright. Uh, Eric, what have you been playing? Um, just, I played a little bit more of Dragon Quest XI-S, and I got through the second act, and I haven't touched the post-game yet, because... Then I decided I wanted to take a small break from it and play Persona 3 Portable, so I played that. And the only other game I played was the Valis Collection, so I got through Valis 3 just before the show started. Awesome. And you'll have a review for that up soon on on, uh, on the feed, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I was busy trying to get the rest of Justice League Unlimited done, which I'll have a review for along with Justice League. All right. Um, I played and beat Resident Evil Village, which I will also have a review for. Um, but after Eric does his RP Grinders reviews of Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, Eric, uh, you go first. So, Justice League was like a show that was done like in 2002, I think. 
Maybe earlier than that. I can't remember. I think it was like 2000, but maybe you, you might be right. I can look it up. Um, so, yeah, it takes place chronologically probably after um, Superman the Animated Series. Uh, and according to the show, to the, to the Tim versus timeline, I'm guessing it was a couple of years afterwards. Two thousand. We were both wrong. <laughs> two thousand one. You said break. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah. It was right in the middle. <laughs> right in the 2001. middle. Well, I couldn't quite remember, but well, I was wrong too. So maybe I was thinking of the final season. I don't know. But right. um, anyways, it was around that time the Batman Super Avenger block was happening on the WB and such, and like. That was, that was when weird things were happening to the animated se- uh, Batman the Animated Series and as well as Superman the Animated Series. But the art, change in art direction in Batman specifically. And, I, and, how, and, how, and how Superman the Animated San- Series ended was such a weird. It's like it ended with Darkseid killing some guy and then leaving Earth. <laughs> there was no more Superman after that, I think. No, he... he... Um, after that, like he went after, um, he went after Darkseid, and then Darkseid turned him somehow, and then he went, at, and then Superman attacked Earth, and then the yeah. last episode was him feeling terrible about being attacking Earth and trying okay. to regain trust. Of because people. because I remember watching that episode, but then I remember like not being able to watch the other ones because I don't know, maybe I just kept missing the show or like weird scheduling issues kept happening and kept me from watching the show. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I never I never knew how that show ended. I I just watched it on uh, HBO. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that like at some point. I before, there was one thing... before they decided to pull those shows too. So. Yeah, I, that's what I'm doing too. I'm watching everything on HBO Max because they're going to get rid of it at some point. But uh, one of the things they found uh, that was really cool that I didn't even realize until I was watching the old Superman cartoon is the one of the villains in uh, um, Justice League Unlimited in the second season was a main character in the Superman series as a good guy, mm-hmm. like his uh, the professor buddy of his, the scientist. Yeah, he kind of goes ter- heel turns. Yeah, like it was so it was so like that was like a huge like change in it. like him turning uh, evil was like a huge betrayal to Superman, you know. I didn't even realize that at the time. But anyways... Um, but I didn't know it was that huge because he was a, a main part of the first show. Anyways, it kind of begins like the Avengers, the, the Justice League had already assembled pretty much. And there's an alien invasion to these parasitic creatures. And it was basically the introduction to John Johns, uh, the man, Martian Manhunter. And it was a two-parter. And every... Um, no, it was actually a three-parter episode. And, like, in every other episode after that, it was, like, a two-parter, and, like, there'd be a break between those with, like, a single-part episodes, I think. And, um, the the finale of season one was also a three-parter, but every episode of the second season was a two-parter. No exceptions except for the last three episodes, which is a three-parter. Um... I like the show a lot because um, even though episodes were like 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 an episode to episode conflict, kind of like a monster of the day type of thing, mm-hmm. um, there was a coherent storyline behind it all. 
And that's even more prevalent in season two of Justice League Unlimited, unlike the other two seasons. But let me get to that later. <laughs> and, and the biggest, one of the, the biggest, uh, the best things about the Justice League that was the biggest flaw of Unlimited is the development of the characters in Justice yeah. League. They spend a lot of time, like every character gets their big moments, and we get to learn about the character, like their mm-hmm. kind of their motivations and stuff like that. And and there's character development, but in Unlimited, they don't spend enough time developing any characters. Yeah. Oh, well, except for maybe the second season, but that's less characters and more actual narrative that they develop. Right. But that's okay, because I, I could take narrative over character development, because most of those characters have been established already anyways. And, and the show mostly deals with the core group from the previous series. So how many seasons is the first? Just one season, Eric? Uh, two 26-episode seasons. Got you. All right. But the Justice League Unlimited has three 13-episode seasons. Got you. But um, as far as Scar for Justice League, I'd give it get an eight and a half. Like, one of the biggest issues I had with it is that, sure, they introduced Aquaman, but, like, they kind of do nothing with him later. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, he's more even grump than Batman is. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the the brave and the bold Aquaman, where he's like, like an idiot and he loves fighting. Mm-hmm. He's always happy. I like that version of him. But uh, anyways, uh, Justice League Unlimited is a dumpster fire. Oh <laughs> shit! For, for for the first season and then. Second season's really good, and then the third season's kind of in this weird space in between being really terrible and kind of just, I don't know what they did there. <laughs> but, um... So it happens in the last season. Like, like, like I mentioned last week, the first season was them having questionable content for their episodes in general, and, like, ha- almost, no, less than half, I think, of the episodes actually being... The good episodes being interesting, the other half being wondering what the hell they were on when they did this, like turning the Justice League, the core Justice League members into kids, and Wonder Woman getting turned to a pig and having to run through a slaughterhouse and avoid getting turned into bacon or something. <laughs> and Batman solving the day by singing. Oh, uh, that's special yeah sounds good that's how, he, that's how he won the battle was he saying so, so yeah he had to sacrifice something that seriously i'm guessing it was his, his, his dignity his that dig- he sold <laughs> was he like doing karaoke that would be even better no, he no he's doing up. like blues or something <laughs> that's funny as fuck kevin conroy, kevin conroy could sing though oh it's no just, doubt no doubt kevin conroy could it's sing like it's just like that's your that's your story of Wonder Woman is a pig, and then you end it with Batman singing. That was the show. And like Batman said, like none of the episodes have, uh, like the, all the conflicts happen in a single episode, so they don't have any time to do any character development. And like unlike season two, there was no overarching story to where they were building towards something. And which is why season two was so much better because it was all about the Cadmus project. And apparently that was the thing in the comics, so they're basically adapting a comic book storyline. And since they actually had a storyline, each episode-to-episode moment was interesting, and there was some character development, but 
it still has a general problem not having enough time to give characters proper development. So what are you giving yeah. Justice League Unlimited, Derek? No, uh, but I want to talk about season three first. Oh, okay. In season, in season three, season three does have a cohesive narrative. It's just it's got extremely bad pacing issues, and it doesn't get to the point until the last five or so episodes of the show, which is basically half the series season at that point. Um, and it's about how Lex Luthor basically creates the Legion of Doom. Technically, Grodd created the Legion of Doom in this storyline, but he quickly takes over and kicks Grodd to the curb. Gorilla Grodd? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And it really feels more like a Power Rangers-esque uh, storyline at first, because there's no he's a storyline until nearly half of the series is over and you don't know what's actually going on so it just feels like they're doing like random shit every episode and it introduced a few more characters from the Justice League roster but again there's no room for them to develop as characters and maybe I could see season 3 working as them just trying to close in a book on a few plot lines that they left unresolved from the previous series and the previous seasons. But, eh. <laughs> well, for instance, like, their characters like Fire and Ice, they have, like, talking... Uh, they talk in, like, one episode, you know, and, like, Hawk mm-hmm. and Dove, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, these characters are... They're, they're there for what purpose? Yeah. They get used one episode, and then we'd hear nothing from them ever again. We'd see them in the background. Also, like, also the final episode, I want to go back to season two for a minute, but the final episode of season two is called Epilogue, but um, it's not even uh, an epilogue of the series, because it it's more of an epilogue to Batman Beyond, because it didn't get a proper ending. <laughs> but uh, it was kind of an interesting episode. Terry getting butt mad that he found, that he found out that he was like, basically a clone of Bruce. <laughs> it's not actually a clone, because that would involve him being, like, cloned from cells. But, no, they just basically inserted Batman's genes and rewrote the genetic code of his dad so that he'd end up being Bruce's son somehow. So what are you so, giving Justice League he Unlimited? He thought Bruce did it, but Bruce was not guilty. Yeah. But, um... um weirdness about that like that story and the the batman beyond joker movie during the series they had a best he had a best friend max who was with him all the time and knew his the secret the movie and and that epilogue she was not even a part of yeah it's just weird yeah but uh um going back to season three they had weird episode titles like one of them was actually called the patriot act i was like Oh my god, I can't believe you did that, motherfuckers. <laughs> I I really like the episode where Flash and Luther change bodies, though. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's like, at least I can find out who the Flash is. And he goes and looks in the mirror and he's like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Eric, what are you giving Unlimited? Uh, see, I'm going to give Justice League Unlimited uh... uh... A six and a half only because season two, two was good good. compared to the other two seasons. I figured as much. I figured that's... There, there are great episodes, too, like the Booster Gold episodes. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. And like, I, like I, I suspected, it ended up feeling like 
they ruined the Justice League Unlimited seasons to just be a prototype for what would become used later in Batman Beyond with the just the abject goofiness. Yeah. Mm. Let me get to chat here. Skodama says, I had a moment of regret after searching on YouTube how to fix my Steam Deck because it wouldn't power up. I got it to work, but after seeing so many people having issues, I'm considering selling it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's thoughts to that. Uh, Skodama, for sure. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what problems you're referring to. I'm not super familiar with the Steam Deck. I've heard some pretty good things about it. I mean, Eric has one. I can say Eric, Eric's the expert on this. Yeah. You haven't had any well, problems I, there. I haven't really done anything extra, like putting out emulators and stuff yet, though. So yeah. maybe is that what he's talking about? I don't know. Uh, it, he said it just wouldn't turn on, uh, so I don't know. Um, Freak well, says that. Well, well, if you end up getting an 11 of the Steam Deck, they're sending back the valve. They'll give you another one. Yeah. Um, Freak 5 says some I of them. Some of them are definitely not perfect when you get them. Yeah, you might have to actually send it back. Yeah, because I had no problems out of the box. Freak Five says I've been playing, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, and when I beat it again, I will buy the DLC. Okay, cool. Um, Skoda says I just watched uh, Justice League Apocalypse War. That was really good. I like that that movie too. It was pretty good. Uh, I didn't do anything crazy with it. Skoda says send it back to him, man. They'll send you another one. They're pretty good about that, right, Eric? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, what you're saying, just softcore porn. <laughs> you're just doing the softcore. You just let you know. Hey, break. You have any reviews? Uh, no, 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 no. All right, I got a review. I got a review of Resident Evil Village. I beat it this week, so I was pretty. Holy shit, you beat a game? I know. I know, break. Actually, you know what? I've been doing pretty good. I think I beat three games this year already, so, you know, doing, not doing too bad. Um, maybe maybe just this one, and I beat the other two at the end of last year, but... Um, what? Go ahead, break. I said close enough. Yeah, close enough. Good enough, you know. Um, Resident, Resident Evil Village is surprisingly great. Um, I really enjoyed my time with it. I mean, after that first little part, that snafu that I had that I didn't realize was kind of a timed event, I mean, I breezed through it. I didn't have any problems. I just just went right through. I mean, I think the the hardest thing was like avoiding uh, Dimitri. How do you say it, Eric? Dimitriesque? Yeah, Dimitriesque. Uh, just avoiding her in the mansion, which is the, about the only beef that I have in the game. I mean, I never really minded running into her because I think, I mean, as my hottest characters that I gave a break, she's definitely in there, uh, even though she's like nine foot tall <laughs> or whatever. Um, but uh, uh, the the problem is, is like revisiting areas that you beat. You can't really go back and uh, go and scrounge for what you missed, which I thought was a... You can, a, actually. Really? How? There's only one area in particular that becomes somewhat hard to go back to. Like, you can go back? How, Eric? Yeah, you can't go back to the castle, but there's a, everywhere else you can pretty much go back to. Really? How is yeah. that? How? Because <laughs> I looked. I, I, I know the castle for sure you couldn't go back, which is really... I mean, that's the only... Uh, really bad thing that I have to say about the game is you can't revisit these places, you know? And I got to the end game and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to beat it, you know? So, probably have to do another playthrough to 
to get everything that I missed. But uh, uh, and then there was one room in particular where I could not figure. I mean, I you know how like you go into a room, you pick up everything, and then and then it turns blue instead of red. I went to this one house and I could not figure out for the life of me what I was missing. I and it was a small house in the middle of the village. Oh, I think I think uh, going to going to the last area. Going if you go in there, you're pretty much stuck in it until the end of the game. But yeah. there is a point of no return. But you can't you can't go back to the castle. But everywhere else, you could still explore up until that point. Well, I tried to go back to that. Uh, um, I couldn't figure out how to get, um, the, um, the little grave marker piece. I couldn't figure that out, uh, for the, the gardener or whatever that was buried there. I couldn't figure. Yeah. The entire castle area and the surrounding area right next to it. You can't go back to. That's what I meant. That was what I was going to tell you. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I may be doing but another. Like, that's not. That's like nothing that is involved with achievements, though. So you don't have to worry about that that much. Mm. Well, I I just like to get like like I know in a, a couple of the RE games, like I've been to like I've gotten everything, like literally everything, and I've turned all those uh, things, um, you know, uh, all those rooms blue, and I never had an issue. But there were a couple places where I just could not figure out like what I was missing. Like me either, but I like. A lot of those areas are, I think, one, the map's glitched in some spots, so it, even though you might have found everything, it might still list certain things as blue or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, there were some areas that with the red, that means I still need to find something there, but I couldn't find it. So I just, I have assumed, A, there's nothing here and the game isn't programmed right in this particular spot. Or B, it's something that's probably insignificant anyway. Yeah, there was a room where where there was like a marking on the ground in the village. And I thought it had something to do with that. Like maybe I needed to get something to open up something in that room. But, I mean, I just, I couldn't figure it out. So I just, I said, fuck it, I'm going, I'm you know, I'm just going to beat the game. It's a great game. The graphics are absolutely excellent. Um... I had no problems with, with like, I mean, of course, I'm playing it on the PS5, so, like, the frame rate was great. Mm. Uh, it just looked really, really stellar. I still need to platinum it, but I'm, like, I don't know if I'll be able to because that involves playing Mercenaries, and I don't know if I can get an S rank, but I think an S rank might be doable. Yeah, no, I'm I definitely think, I never... I think it's the SS rank to get that extra weapon that you don't need to get the platinum. Yeah, I'm this never... It's going to be harder for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna platinum game. I'm I, I'm not gonna play mercenaries at all because <laughs> fuck it, you know. But but uh, I don't know. It's a great game, man. It's got a decent story. It's a it's coherent. Like unlike most Resident Evil games, you're like, what the fuck? I mean, there are a couple what the fuck moments, but but I mean, it's pretty straightforward, and I I just really enjoyed it, man. It was pretty good. I mean, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. The only the only gripe I had was really I would have liked more. Uh, of uh, Lady Dimitri or whatever her name is, uh, the, you don't, you don't get to uh, battle her as much as you think. I mean, once you're done with her, it's over. It's like the first like less than third of the game uh, is all you battle her, and then um, 
the other thing was the backtracking thing. I wanted to backtrack to all these places where I missed shit, and you know. But other than that, I mean, those are minor gripes. It's a great game. It might have been my game of the year last year if I had played it last year, but uh, that's it. So let's move on to everybody's favorite segment. Ah, what is it? Stinko of the Week. Breakman, your Stinko of the Week. I've got several of them. Ooh, okay. Um, one is, uh, I'll go ahead and start with this one. It's just stupid and frivolous, but irritates the shit out of me. You know how uh, news media, right and left, they always have to have some targets to make everybody angry about. Yeah. This week, for whatever reason, Fox News decided to target M&Ms and the Xbox. <laughs> Fuck you, Fox News, you fucking assholes. Leave... Uh, 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 Anything happens to my peanut M and M's, I will come down to that Fox News office and murder everyone. <laughs> just telling you, and I think it'll be justified. No. but uh, I, I like uh, M and M's response. They've got this whole ad campaign they've set up now. It's just like uh, basically the remember what the planners did a couple years ago? Like they killed off Mr. Peanut just to bring him back on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's kind of what they're doing with M and M's right now. They're gonna do a whole Super Bowl thing, but uh, so that's. Just stupid culture war more shit bullshit, you know. Uh, the other one goes to uh, DeSantis and his uh, war on education. Um, what he is doing to California and in California, Florida, and uh, I mean, he's making sure that African American studies is not an option to be taught. Uh, he's trying to change the, what can be taught. Like he wants to be in charge of that uh, of the education, not you know educators i do have a problem with that break because if it's optional nobody should worry about it right i mean that's just how it should be you know it's it those were elective courses in, in high school and um you know why like why are you going after that kind of stuff uh there's no reason to do it other than you're trying to appeal to racists yeah yeah I agree. I mean, and I actually think critical race theory um, people misunderstand it, uh, and and I don't I don't think you should be required to take uh, critical race theory, but I think it's important, and I think I think it should be an option. You know, I mean, what if there what if there's a racist person that is actually curious, and taking critical race theory could like change their mind on on and and their way of thinking when it comes to race. You know what I mean? Like, like, That's what to, they're afraid of. Yeah, and and I I do, I don't get it. Like, if it's an option, fucking leave it there. I mean, no. If you don't have to, if you're if you're so worried that you're gonna get contaminated by a fucking course, I mean, an education, then I mean, okay, don't take the course. End of story. Trying, you know, they're trying to change history and make the um trying to. Uh, how do I say this? Uh, make slavery look not as bad. Um, trying to make it. Uh, uh, they're they're trying to downplay slavery, which down, slavery's been downplayed forever. You know, slavery is yeah. one of the most horrible things in existence. People don't seem to realize how bad slavery was. Look, Skodama, Just because we say it's theory doesn't mean it's not based on fact. Gravity is a theory, but nobody disagrees that gravity is a true thing right you can you can quantify it you can you know i mean it's just the theory like the choice is being taken away like this is uh, i thought this was america i thought we were 
That's no. what I thought too. I thought we were in hey, America. Hey, Scootum, how much of a plebe are you? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just I, that. So, I want to know more about these classified ad, the classified documents you have, Scotum. I know. Um, I know. Yeah. Hey, let's let's find out how many classified uh, docs you got, Scotum. <laughs> they want to blame white people for buying slaves, yet Africa is one that sold them all. Yeah, but two wrongs don't make a right, Scotum. Like, like you know, it's. <laughs> There's wrongs all over the place, man. Critical race theory is not just about slavery, by the way. So, and and <clears throat> it's one thing to buy somebody, but it's another thing to like, uh, you know, brand them and uh, deeducate them, yeah. uh, rape them, murder them, maim them, right? Torture, lots of atrocities. Slavery. These were normal things. Right. Uh, kids, men, and women were all raped. Normally, it just right. it was a thing. You know, right. abused. Physically, emotionally separated. I don't. Family, I don't think learning, learning about things that happened in history is necessarily a bad thing. Like, like if we, if we sweep under the rug the atrocities. Like, if we were to not learn about the Holocaust and all the bullshit that went on with with that. Like, I mean, we we have to be aware of these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I just I don't know. To me, it's just. Uh, uh, but they're they're trying to change what how slavery is portrayed is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, they're they're trying to put it in more of a positive light. Um, what are they? They're not even calling it slavery anymore. In some in uh, was it West Virginia or something or Virginia? They uh, the governor wants to call it. What did he say? I forget what it was called. They don't want to call it slavery. Anymore. Helping like, um, helpers, like uh, Dave Chappelle said, like they're they'll they're helpers. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. It, it's something absolutely ridic- ridiculous. Like it's not indentured servants. Like that's um completely different from slavery, and people don't seem to understand that's those are two different things. Uh, but usually, a lot of indentured servants were tricked into being slaves. But mm. yeah, other story completely. Um. Anyway, so yeah, they're trying to erase history again. Look, if you're mad, if you if you find out in a history book that uh, like your ancestors did t- horrible things, and that is like too upsetting for you to handle, then the problem is you. Yeah, I agree. Like, like, I mean, history happened. It doesn't mean that people today have to suffer for it necessarily. Like, you know, like, like we're not we're not saying like like you know like let's let's uh, admonish all white people like that's not that's not the case i love everybody as long as they treat me good if uh if you're a piece of shit and you treat me bad then like the security guard that i just had to deal with like the other day then then of course you're gonna get what you get i don't know if you saw that video um uh scotoma that i did with that security guard but it's uh you know it's pretty uh it, it, i mean I, we were sitting there, and the security guard, like, starts in his shit, and I'm like, look, you know, I mean, we're sitting here, you know, we have a purpose for being here, but I don't have to tell you. I don't understand why people do that. Freak 5 just sent me his Indian food. God damn it, Freak 5, how dare you? Mm. That means we have to end this this, this show early. Let's try I to... wish I had an Indian place nearby. Holy shit, it looks this so is good. This Ohio, which is basically a rural Looks so good. Town. That's... Only large enough to be considered a city. I'm no, Scotoma. Um, critical race theory is not a way to divide. It's a way to educate. I mean, I don't. I don't believe education is a is a way of division. If you feel, 
if you feel like you're well, the out the, on the, the outside looking the, in, the you separates us from the true bigots, and yeah, I guess you consider it something that divides the people. No, but why I, not? I I understand <laughs> what you're saying, Eric, but but like like. <laughs> I, I find it fascinating to learn different things, and, and critical race theory is infinitely fascinating. Like, like you don't learn this shit in history books. You know, you don't you don't learn that stuff, and it 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 should be it should be taught. I mean, I don't think you should be forced to to, it, to learn it. You won't learn that the war on drugs was a war against black and Latinos. That's not if true, Skonema. It just happens to be and that... And if, that you learn, and if you took critical race there, you'd probably learn it there. Skonema says it focuses too much on race blaming. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. I mean, the facts this are the is, facts. This is the, this is the <clears throat> same kind of mentality that people use against trans people when um, they think that they want to be treated special when they just want to be treated like like everybody, everybody else. else right right see that's that's the thing Skodama. i Skodama, this, is, this, I, is, this is elementary school level thinking and you need to think better about i that. know i know Skodama is better than that i i, I know because i've i've you know i've talked to Skodama in chats and, and stuff learn <clears throat> talk to people Learning is never the reality of the situation. Eric, hold on. It, various places. Learning is not. They start stating generalities about anything. Learning is not a bad thing, man. If you happen to learn about about certain things in history that happened, like like I said, I came up with a good example that didn't involve uh, black people, and that was the Holocaust. Like learning about the Holocaust is interesting, and and sad that that we got to a point where. A specific country, a specific ideology, decided that that they were superior. You know, it just—I mean, it, it and it was bad. Killing Jewish people in that fashion was bad. You know, enslaving people is bad. If you're black, it just happens to be it was white people. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> if trans people only wanted to be treated equally and no special privileges, they wouldn't have superstars forced to wear their uniforms with yeah, their. What the fuck are you? I have no about? idea what that means, Skodama. I really don't. I mean, I I treated each individual as they come. Like if 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 a, a gay person came up to me or a trans person or a white person or a black person and they treated my, me like shit i would give them what they get you know you get you you get what you give and you give what you get you know so i don't know man like i i i, I think it's interesting to learn about you know people and and history and and shit like that i'm not i'm not saying we have to bend to the will of anybody that wants to preach to you about about something but but this shit happened we have to acknowledge it, and we have to learn from our mistakes. If we if we don't teach what 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 happened in history, we'll never fucking be any different than than I, history. I can say this much at least: I think most people, including Skodama, don't have problems with trans, uh, the entire LGBT. But when it comes to them raising up concerns about what certain politicians are doing that make laws that make it easier for the actual bigots to make it hard life harder for us then right. that's the problem that we need to address like and <clears throat> you not seeing that reality look i i have another channel named mexican long hair is likes my channel just as a lot of other people do i i have been through so much hate in my life based on the color of my skin but you wouldn't know it because I don't, I don't necessarily talk about it a lot, 
but but it does need to be acknowledged and and you like I said if we can't learn from our mistakes and and learning from our mistakes is is learning from history Lear, you know if do the very definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results people are people regardless of race religion you know sexual orientation uh, you know I, I don't I'm mean, I it just I don't understand the hatred. Like, let's just get together, decide that people are people, treat each individual as they come, learn from our mistakes, and move forward. That's that's what I'm saying. We don't we don't got enough time to to go through a whole soliloquy uh, on this. Uh, and as far as that hockey guy is concerned, Skodama, I don't believe anybody should be forced to wear any specific uniform. So I'm I am you know in in that camp. And he did what he did, and he had every right to. So, and but also people had a right to be upset at him for not participating. So, you know, it goes both ways. Um, Free Five says his stingo is that I slipped on ice, slipped down my stairs. Happened Saturday night, and I'm still sore. My security camera caught it. I sent it to my sister so she could see how I felt. She showed a bunch of people at work, and they were laughing at me. <laughs> okay. I, I'm just laughing at you because you're a freak five, uh, uh, Skodama. Uh, you, you know, uh, I, I, or freak five, I mean, not Skodama. I'm looking at Skodama's name here. Um, but uh, it, it is serious, man. If you're still sore, you might need to get checked out, free five. You could have like mm-hmm. a, a fracture or a sprain or, or yeah, something. It's, it's, it'd be really hurting. If it's just sore, you'd probably just hurt, like bruise something, you know? Like bruised like, a bone or bruised a muscle. And that'll take a little bit to heal. It'll probably be all right. I broke my butt. It has a crack in it. <laughs> yeah, more, more than the crack that's already there. Five, it's even bigger. Two. Oh, my deeper. God. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm out of here. Just I know. Butt crack jokes, man. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Breakman. Yeah, you... yeah, I'm not done with the controversial takes here because I got some more. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I can't really talk about this if I can't find the story, but like um, the, mm. a bunch of uh, churches in Texas where more pastors were caught molesting kids and stuff. You yeah. know, the people who are calling uh, drag queens groomers, they're actual groomers, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the one I, I can talk about is the gun violence in California over the weekend. Uh-huh. And like 10 people were killed in the mass shootings. Do you know how many mass shootings there have been this year, Frank? I saw a map of it, uh, Breakman. I don't know the exact number, but it's just ridiculous. It's redonkulous. I, 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 I mean, I talk about the mental health aspect of things all the time. I think Scotum and I are in full agreement, like with the whole, um, you know, mental health aspect. But I mean, when are we going to start doing something? You know, I mean, both parties suck at doing anything, but arguing about fucking. Um, race and and identity politics that they they don't want to solve anything. Nobody wants to solve anything in Washington, so you know. All right, what else? Break. So uh, anyway, the uh, count is here. Let me let me uh, do a little bit of math. Forty-two mm-hmm. mass shooting mm-hmm. this year. Yep. How many? What what? Uh, what's the date right now? Yep. There's more than one a day now. Yep. It's January 27th. There have only been 27 days in this year. This country already has 42 mass shootings. Yep. And, and for people who don't know, mass shooting means that at least four people were shot. doesn't mean everybody died or anybody even died, but at least four people were shot. 
Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we know that, uh, you know, there were fatalities. We see, like, uh, for instance, this one in California, seven fatalities at the Half Moon Bay. And uh, the Monterey Park one's now up to 12. Last I saw it was 11. Now it's at 12. Right yeah. Yep. Uh, there, there was a shooting in Louisiana that probably wasn't talked about because everybody survived, but 12 people were shot. Yep. There was one in Denver, I believe, uh, January 7th or 8th. I can't remember now. It's been a little bit. But see see how conditioned we are now to be like kind of like, well, this is just everyday life in the United States now, you know? I found I mean, four, four people were shot in that one. Yeah. Yep. You see, Ohio, Cleveland, that's my state here. We have four people were killed and one injured on that one. Let me find if, let me find if my city's in here. I didn't actually look. I was just counting. Uh, yeah, it's 42, Freak 5. Texas and Missouri, North Carolina, Florida, Virginia. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, it's not leftist Columbia. media, Skotoma. It's more mainstream media. If it was leftist, we would be talking about, you know, progressive ideas like... It's, like it's media is what it is it's just media lamestream they always get it wrong whether it's left or right but i i i understand what you're saying it's it's maddening like like the right wing has their agenda the left wing has has their agenda they're the both wings are the same fucking bird they all suck i've talked their about this ad nauseum please the, their corporate donors it's not to uh, do what's best for this country or us yeah they're, they're not concerned they're concerned with donors that and, and the number one thing that that we've always talked about for years and years on this show now i mean we've been doing this for 15 years now um is uh, money out of politics. Money out of politics. And it's never going to happen in our lifetimes or maybe even our kids' lifetimes, and et cetera, et cetera. It's a, the United States has become a failure, an abject failure. What else you got, Break? It's, it's one of those things that they're going to always talk about, you know, like we, we're, we're going to do this, we need to do this, and then just never just yeah. push it down the just, – they, they just kick it down the can. They, yep. They find uh, temporary stop measures and stop gaps and stuff like that, but never what needs to be done. Right. Not for us. Anyway. What else you got, Break? Uh, the other one that was the Texas pastors. I can't find the story, though. Okay. It was like, uh, I think like 10 of them were caught. It's not surprising, man. I mean, <clears throat> I've got no problems with, with uh, religious people, but I always have problems with... Uh, hiding behind religion you know so yeah. it just yeah it's yeah and one of uh, one of the people caught was one of the uh, prominent like uh you know accusing people of grooming uh, right. a prominent like anti-lgbtq because they're grooming kids you know and meanwhile he's raping kids yeah so well the catholic church has been hiding shit for years and now a lot of evangelical leaders have been found to you know be doing a lot of that stuff crappy nonsense it, it just you know it just goes to show man i mean just you know these people yeah they, there's a saying never never meet your heroes i you know i mean this goes along with that what else you got break it has off it's sad uh anyway um no no laughs for that okay not <laughs> that's it all right eric uh, i didn't did, yeah you you have a stinko not this week, no. All right. I do, just a real quick one. I, I mentioned it. It's not nearly as the gravity of what Breakman was saying, but my previous bitch about Resident Evil 8, things I hate about video games, not being able to go back to a previous area in a video game, I just, for, for some reason, it just bothers me, especially in mostly a linear game like, like Resident Evil 
eight. I just hate not not being able to, uh, you know, being able to to go back and like explore a little bit more, and I don't know, just things like that. All right, let's move uh, on to happier thoughts. Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet, sweeto of the week. All right, break. Did you have a sweeto? Yeah, a couple. Um, <clears throat> one goes to well, um, uh, and the, the rise of Trump. There was something that, that started quiet. rising to was um, right wing networks, uh, misinformation networks, the ones that were blatantly lying and, and making stuff up. You know, ones like OANN who uh, actually reported that uh, COVID was uh, made in the lab in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. well, North Carolina. Like, Wow, that's the first I heard of that. <laughs> yeah, that that was a big story on OAN, and when it was uh, when COVID first broke out, uh, like one, a female reporter, I remember, was telling the story, and like it was this big thing. Like, but uh, anyway, so the, the misinformation networks, we already know OAN and has been punished by like Directv and stuff like that. Now Newsmax has suffered the same fate, and Directv's mm-hmm. them. Yeah, Skonema says still no list of people who visited Pedo Island. That's a great point. That's a great point, Skonema. I that I couldn't agree with you more. I want to see that fucking list because there are too many politicians on that list. I guarantee you, too many politicians and too many people that are in the billionaire class and millionaire class. Man, I mean, no doubt, no doubt whatsoever, Skonema. That's a great point. And how dare you, Freak Five? You're exiled, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell knows. I mean, why aren't we getting the uh, the list? Oh, you, we can't trust anything she says. Like, listen, um, she said that picture of her and uh, um, Prince Andrew and their victim. She's like, that's fake. <laughs> She's a piece of garbage. Yeah, she deserves to rot in that prison. Like, nobody ever interview her. Just let that bitch rot. She's a shit, and that's what she needs to do. Uh, anyways, back to my sweetos. Um, I don't often, I'm not often happy about being wrong about anything, but um, Zach Taylor, coach of the Bengals, he he deserves an apology from me uh, for being a stinko earlier in the season. You know, he still sucks, man. Him, and, uh, Sorry, he sucks. He, what's that? He sucks. <laughs> he fucking sucks, <laughs> man. If it wasn't for him, they would have won last year's Super Bowl, man. He's done a great job coaching this team this year. Yeah, he's done decent, I have to say. But let's let keep our fingers crossed, break because they're going up against my most hated team, yeah. like in Kansas well, City Chiefs. This is the the Bengals are doing better than they've ever done, so I'm happy even if they lose this next game. Oh God, don't say that, break. You shut your whore mouth, man. It's because I know they're going to be able to compete next year. Is the thing. Like that's been a problem with teams before. It's like, okay, well, you know, yeah, are they going to be back next year? Didn't Marvin Lewis bring his team to the playoffs and never did anything after that at the beginning? Nope, nope not at all. Yeah, five, like he did five years in a row one time, and then he's such a bad coach. He found ways to lose against yep. teams like Chargers. Yep, and the Chargers are choke artists, man. Just see their game this year against Jaguars. Who do you guys think will win the superb owl this year? This year, uh, Skotoma says. Anybody but the Chiefs, Skotoma, I'm cool with. They can. Uh, they, right now, the, the monster team seems like it's Philadelphia. I hope. I hope any team that goes up against the Chief wins. The Chiefs. So uh, the Bengals. Uh, after the Bengals beat them, it'll be Bengals versus Chiefs or Bengals versus uh, uh, the 
Eagles in the Super Bowl. I think I think San Francisco's San, honestly I think San Francisco's going to win that game, man. Yeah, I don't I know think why. Steamroll San Francisco. Nope. I I'm there's no way it's going to be a steamroll. Not a chance. Not a chance in hell. I think I think San Francisco's going to win that game. I think it's going to be a repeat. You're going to get a chance at at uh, redemption there, uh, Breakman uh, for the. Yep. Revenge for the eighties. Yep. Yep. Like like the Broncos went on a revenge tour when they won their first Super Bowl. They they beat the I think it was the Chiefs, the Steelers, and I don't know some other team that uh, that that you gave them a hard time. I hate the Steelers. I can't stand the Steelers either, but I can't I can't stand the Raiders and Chiefs, man. They're in our division. How do you feel about the Ravens? I hate the Ravens. Yeah, see? See? Anybody in your division you hate, right? Well, <laughs> uh, Cleveland I just feel bad for mostly. I know. Cleveland, everybody feels bad for the Browns, man. I mean, they're the Browns, you know? But, yeah. It's kind of like the Chargers. Like, I can't hate the Chargers. I just feel bad for them because they always they always choke. Always. And their fans are always so hopeful, just like the Browns fans every year, like the beginning of the season, like they're just like, yes, this is our year. I know, I know. Of course, every t- every fan base is like that. Look at me this year, man. I was like, man, this is such going to be such a promise. New coach, offensive-minded, I'm in, you know. Russell Wilson, woo, you know. It's like, yeah, and then he got but, hurt right away, which sucked. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of problems this year, man. I don't The defense definitely wasn't one, but whatever. All right. Um, and then they're going to screw it up again now. Uh, it, dude, I have no idea. I mean, I think a Cracker Jacks is going to uh, Cracker Jack box is going to coach the Broncos next year. Fucking owners are fucking it up, man. Whatever. Anyways, what else you got? Uh, break. They, have they interviewed anybody or? They've interviewed like everybody, but but they're dragging their feet that, because they thought that they were going to get this D'Amico Ryan's out of fucking San Francisco. In the meantime, they're losing out on a great coach like Sean Payton. Ah, you know, it's like just fucking back up that Brinks truck, give Payton whatever he wants, give the uh, Saints whatever they want, and then have then we can have a decent coach, a proven decent coach. But instead, they're fucking around, and they're going to find out. But. I really wanted Jim Harbaugh, to be honest with you, but whatever. All right. Ethiopian food was delicious, Freak 5 says. Ethiopian food. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Ethiopia are starving. Like, what kind of food do they eat there? I'm just... Good food, man. Like like spicy. I'm sure, not everybody in Ethiopia is starving. Right, not everybody. Man. <laughs> I'm just I was kidding. <laughs> that, but I'm I mean, just, what do they serve in plates? Anyways, um, go ahead, uh, break. Anything else you got? Stick? And twigs and, right. and berries and stuff. Right, berries. Uh, no, that's all. That's all I got. Uh, uh, Eric, I didn't see anything for you. Yeah, yeah, nothing especially noteworthy this week in either category. Um, mine is my evil sister is finally out of the country, so that's uh, great news for me. Uh, I can't stand but her. The country. So. Well, yeah, she lives in El Salvador word. now. So uh, good riddance, <laughs> oh, as far as I. Yeah. Uh, and then also I I I got uh, uh, Pantera tickets, so I'm super stoked for that. I can't wait to see uh, Pantera. The last time I saw Pantera was oh shit, it was '90s, I believe. <laughs> so uh, I'm really excited for that. They're like tribute tour, whatever they're calling it. Um, it's gonna be awesome. So can't wait to see that. Um, and that's it. So let's uh, move to our free for all. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a big one. Wow. 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 
house should be dropped on her break, man. Son of a bitch. <laughs> she, 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 her feet can crawl, fucking Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> <laughs> freak. How dare you, freak? 90 BC or AD? How dare you? Son <laughs> of a bitch. All right. Um, so I came up with an interesting topic uh, this this week. Um, I and, and we could do this real quickly. It doesn't have to be you know this long, drawn-out thing. But I thought about Pantera and uh, how badly I've been itching to go to this tour. And when they first announced the tour, uh, they didn't announce Denver as uh, a, a site for their tour. Yeah, Skonema says, suck it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I love that little... Uh, uh, sound bites, go to my. I'm glad you you enjoyed that too. Every time I hear it, I get a chuckle. But where the fuck did you find that anyway? I, you know what? I don't know, but it says free for all, and it was on a song. I know that, and I just clipped that out, man. So, uh, anyways, um, so I thought about Pantera and how, like, you know, if I was a millionaire and they didn't come to Denver, I would have flown. I don't know California or somewhere. Maybe I could have picked up Skodoma and we both could have went and seen Pantera. But uh, um, you know, or New York or wherever uh, to see Pantera. So my question to you guys is: If you had unlimited money, which band, past or present, uh, and it could be anything. It could be a symphony. Like I know Eric, you're you're into a lot of the the symphony, Final Fantasy stuff, whatever. Yeah, I'm not really in the mainstream Western music. I know, I but I, that so I'm opening it up to anything, Eric. Just listen. Uh, if you had unlimited money, which band, past or present, or musical act, whatever you want to call it, would you pay top dollar to see? If money was not an option, what would you guys? Who would you guys go go to see? If and and they could be a band that's not not in existence anymore because of deaths or whatever. What what band would you pay top dollar to see? And I'll start. I'll start with Eric. Go ahead. Uh, I'd probably see all the video game concerts I can't see in in America yeah. for whatever reason, either because of limited availability or just not being able to travel that far. Right. Right. See, that's what I'm talking about. Skodama said but, Faith um, No More. And plus, like, some Japanese performers, like Hayadin doing music, like a concert or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Eric. Uh, Skodama, uh, I've never seen Garuga Mesh, so that would be interesting to see. There you go. Skodama says Faith No More. Funny, interesting story about uh, Faith No More, Skodama. And supposedly they're going to go back on tour uh, soon, Skodama, so you might have your chance. Um, I was going to see them with Metallica and Guns N' Roses at one point, but right before that, they broke up. Um, but I wasn't super disappointed because I got to see Body Count. Body Count was awesome, but would have really loved to see Faith No More as well. Um, all right, uh, Breakman, who would you uh, like Tom to see? Heartbreak. Tom Petty, yeah. You never saw them in concert? Nope. Uh, who else? Anybody else? Oh, uh, yeah, if we're not talking specifically no. music, I'd also like to see like Penn and Teller shows and stuff. Like oh, I saw Penn and Teller. Yeah, what 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 did you say? Break. Sorry. Yeah, I'd love to see the D, but uh, the last time they were, um, I think they went to Columbus or something. The tickets were like two hundred and fifty dollars. The who? Like, no. Um, and and speaking of like expensive tickets, I'd love to see the Stones. Like that's got to be an awesome show, you know? Yeah, but I paid two. Two billion dollars. Yeah, I paid almost two hundred for tickets to see Pantera. That mm. I had a little extra scratch, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm never going to get an opportunity to do this again." So I I couldn't not do it. You know what I mean? 
So, yeah, I paid it. But I got good seats. And, and you know, I had uh, meet and greet seats. You know how much? Okay, it sounds outrageous. $600 for meet and greet passes on the floor, break man. But if you look at, like, how much those tickets are going for now, I I probably should have just bought those tickets and sold them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like sold those ones and just went to the, you know, bought the other tickets and, um, you know. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Freak Five says um, yes. cranberries or tenacious D. Yeah, those that, that would have been cool to see the cranberries. I want to see the D badly, very badly. Yeah. Uh, another, I'd like to. Get, I'd like to see ZZ Top before Dustin died. Bet you would like to see the D break, man. <laughs> mm. What ZZ Top? Yeah, that would have been another good one to see before. I think that, like two of them passed away, didn't they? No, just one. Just just one. Dustin. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have liked to have seen Jimi Hendrix, uh, oh, or or the Doors. Yeah. Oh my god! Like he did some crazy shit, like playing the guitar on top of his head and shit. Yeah, with or his teeth. With his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have really liked to have seen Prince in concert. Um, who else? Um, I've never seen um uh Judas Priest. Hopefully, I'll get a chance to see them. Uh, Iron Maiden's another one. Although Iron Maiden are kind of dicks, they they're like anti weed and I don't know, you know. But but uh, you know the music's great. Um, Killswitch Engage. Oh, Killswitch would be great. Yeah, hell yeah, man! I would love to see Killswitch. Um, if I could go back in time and see Sepultura a time or two again, I saw them. I that was the last Pantera concert I saw. It was Pantera, Sepultura, and Prong at Red Rocks, and uh, it was great. Um, but the Genesis for Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins. Oh shit! Yeah, man. Why not? That would have been cool. Um, Tom McDonald, Scotoma says. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I don't know, man. There's so many good ones. Like I, I, I would, I would pay good money to see Gojira again. I know they're coming. We should probably go to that one too. <laughs> um, Gojira was great. Uh. Who else? Killswitch Engage would be a great one, Eric. I'm I'm surprised you. I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> um, God, there's so many, man. Um, Santana. Uh, I got a story about Santana. I had tickets to go see Santana, or a ticket to see Santana, and I was in college at the time, and and um, I was so involved in my studies that uh, I forgot about that concert. And and right when I remembered it, the concert was starting, so there was no way I would have been able to to get my butt over there and see that concert in time. And it it it, it broke my heart. So yeah, Santana would have been one I would have really loved to see. Scotoma says Robert Plant. Oh God, that would have been cool to see Robert Plant again. Um, yeah, Metallica. I saw. I've seen Metallica. Whew, five, six times. Michael Jackson would have been a great concert to see. Um, that's from Mrs. Breakman. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen Metallica. They're, they, they put on a hell of a show. Metallica does. Um, but I've seen a lot. So, you know. But there's oh, Slayer would be another one I would love to have seen. I, I talked to somebody about seeing Slayer in concert, and it's almost like a rite of passage. Like, what's that break? Never seen Eminem live. Eminem? I saw D Plus, but I never saw Eminem. Huh. Yeah, Eminem would be a cool concert to see. Uh, Snoop Dogg? I've never seen Snoop Dogg in concerts. Oh, yeah, that'd be badass, right? Yeah. 
Dr. Dre, Ice Cube. The con- still do concerts. Skodama says, Zeppelin. yeah, Led Zeppelin, that Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin, yeah. Skodama says, The Cars, that would have been a great concert. I didn't even notice that, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. I wasn't. Uh, the Cars, yeah, yeah, for sure, Skodama. I mean, there's so many, but, uh, man, I, uh, that, I, I was just... Utada Ikaru would be one for me. Yeah. I was just waxing nostalgic about Pantera, and, and it was super fortuitous that, um, you know, after I was all bummed out that they weren't coming to Denver, they, like, released a whole new slew of, of concert dates, and Denver wasn't included. And I then... said this one. The Beatles. Oh, the Beatles? That would have been cool. Elvis, you know? I mean, Chuck Berry? Holy shit. Can you imagine seeing a Chuck Berry concert break? Holy hell, that would be fucking badass. Um, yeah. You know, stuff like that, man. I mean, but I don't know. I was just waxing nostalgic, and then I, I'm I'm getting, like, my one of my dreams come true, being able to see Pantera again. Um, you know, plus I get the added bonus of seeing, like, one of my favorite guitarists, uh, Zach Wilde. You know, he's taking over Dimebag's uh, duties for the tour, and one of my favorite drummers, Benante from um, Anthrax, is drumming for them. Plus, I get to see the lead singer and and bassist from Pantera. I I just I mean it's just gonna be a dream concert to go to. I can't wait. They're going with Lamb of God. I I'm not a huge Lamb of God dude, but I heard they put on a heck of a show. So I'm just so stoked about it, man. And I I paid good money for the tickets, but the memories. You know what I mean? <laughs> the memories are are what I'm going for, man. At this point, it's just it's just legacy. Ooh, Queens of the Stone Age are great. Break. I would I'd go to that in a heartbeat. I'd Journey, go Skodoma says. Hell yeah, Journey would be a great concert to go to. Uh, what yeah, doors? We, me and Mrs. Breakman went to see Journey live. Really? I bet yeah. you it was awesome. Did you see uh, um, uh, Perry or did you see uh, Arnell Panetta? Uh, it was Steve Aoki, wasn't it? I think it was Aoki. Sounded good. Perry, you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Violent Femmes put on a good show. Concert? What's that, Eric? Have you seen a Floyd concert? Pink Floyd would be another great one. No, I have not, uh, Eric. But I would love to to go see Pink Floyd in concert. They're great. Um, I like their music a lot. Um, Jesus. Yeah, that'd be good. I saw Corn. I saw Corn with uh, Metallica, Linkin Park, um, System of a Down. Uh, I was about to say System of a Down. Yeah. Uh, Soundgarden. Queen, yes. Queen would have been great to see Skodoma. That's a great one. He's one of the greatest singers ever lived. I agree. He's the greatest front man ever, in my opinion. I, I mean, I, you know, he's he he could uh, enunciate and pronounce words better than most any other singer. <laughs> I want to and, be free. Be- yeah, that that would have been a great concert, Skodoma. Queen, Queen was fucking badass, man. Great, great, great front man. We should do a, um, a, a tournament with uh, uh, best you front know, men. best front men ever. That that'd be fucking badass. But speaking of tournaments, starting next week, y'all, Aerosmith. Yeah, you can see Aerosmith anytime you want. Break, go to Vegas, man. <laughs> they have a a residency there. Mm. Uh, yeah, go see them, man. I mean, take a weekend with the city. Yeah. Go take a weekend and uh, go see Aerosmith, man. You know, while you can. Um, Aerosmith sucks. 
Sorry, I know that's controversial, suck, but right? they, suck. they suck. Anyways, um, uh, what about Run DMC? Ooh, Run Ever DMC would have been great. Danny Ocean? I don't even know who that is. Skodama. That'd be. I mean, Danny Ocean. That name's familiar. Now Billy Ocean. I'd like to see Billy Ocean in oh, concert. That's what I was thinking. of was Billy Ocean. Yeah. Um, speaking of tournaments, uh, next week, guys uh, and gals out there, uh, we're going to be running two tournaments, but well, each in succession. So we'll do one tournament first. So these are like mini 32 bracketed, uh, t- uh, a quarter unquote uh, teams. Um, but uh, the first, uh, I don't know what the first one is going to be, but it's going to be one of two things. It's either the cutest video game character of all time. Or the hottest character of all time. Now there are male and female in the in the um, uh, hottest uh, uh, characters of all time, so nobody's going to be left out. Um, the cutest, I think, is a little just you know what a hodgepodge of everything, um, because like you know certain ki- uh, characters that are cute are androgynous. You don't know if they're male or female, but I think that it's going to be a ton of fun, and I'm hoping that uh, these mini tournaments do do really well. So. I uh, hope you guys uh, join for that. House of Pain, Skodama says. But didn't they only have one song? Like I, no, I, no. <laughs> that, see, that's the thing. Like not e- e- these so-called uh, one-hit wonders, Breakman. Like they have multiple tunes. Just nobody ever bothers to like. Oh, I'm kidding. Like that's that's the only one other song I know. I know. Like, I, I know. I was thinking like pop. Like they've got so many hits. Like, Freak Five says Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. Oh God, NWA back in the day. Freak Five like to see those guys. Yeah. Like if Eazy E was still alive and they did like a reunion tour. Oh God, that would have been awesome. That would have been a man. I'd love to see them. Ooh, Wu Tang. Yeah. Even yeah. even without the old dirty bastard, it's just mm-hmm. sad. But you know, yeah. Well, we are like fantasy booking here, so right, know. right. I mean, bring them all back. You're right. So yeah. So big baby and, Jesus and they're finalists. Yeah. Way. Yep. Big and baby Jesus is back. He's alive. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I think we had a ton of fun, man. We're gonna have tons of fun um, next month with uh, the two concurrent uh, tourneys that we're gonna do. I think we're gonna do two rounds. Uh, um, you know, every week, uh, so we can get through both tourneys. It's going to be a ton of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, something a little different next week. Uh, even though it's tourney style, it's just mini tournaments. You know, Zap and Roger would be great. George Clinton, God damn, uh, Breakman, you're coming up with some good ones, man. Um, yeah. Uh, so I hope you guys join next week. I think that's all we got. Any you guys have anything else for this week? Oh, you know, I do have something. I almost forgot. Oh. <laughs> How dare you, Breakman? How dare you? <laughs> A little tune that you wrote for the, the show. I like it. I like it, man. All right. Um, all right, Eric, you have anything else before we take off here? I'd just like to mention that Wakanda Forever is going to be on Disney Plus next week. Oh, that's cool. I'll get a chance to check it out finally. I've been kind of waiting to watch Wednesday. that. Yeah. I'm so far behind on Dis- on uh, MCU mm. now. I'm still waiting for... I still haven't seen Spider-Man um, No Way Home. How? What? Really? What's wrong with you, I'm Blake? I'm behind. Yeah, I know. Jesus. I know. Yeah. Break, man. God damn it. You're exiled for that. 
pay to watch it. I want to want it to come to some streaming platform. That I would pay for it. it would it would probably just be Disney Plus if it came out anywhere. You know <sighs> why they don't own it. Well, they did it in conjunction with Sony, so, you know. But anyways, just quit being a cheap bastard and rent it, man. It's like three bucks. Jesus. Go on Voodoo, pay like five bucks. I know, you cheapo. Damn it. I think you can even buy it now for like ten. Jesus. All right. Uh, uh, Anything else, gentlemen? I like being cheap. (laughs) <laughs> so do I, but damn. Maybe we should rename you to Cheap Man. <laughs> cheap. <laughs> Skoda says, Watsky, Atmosphere, and Sage Francis. I don't know any of those, Skoda. I'll have to check them out after after the, the show. Brother Ali. I've heard of Brother Ali. Gorillas. I've always wanted to know how a gorilla concert would be. Yeah, me too. It's like- gorillas would be awesome to see, man. They're, I think I heard they put on a heck of a show. Uh, but they're they're an amalgamation of uh, people from other groups. Uh, uh, that's I also, also listened to a Dead Mouse concert. Oh, Dead Mouse! Yeah, one dude is con- constant, and he brings in all these other musicians yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name off the top of my head, but yeah, we already saw Huey Lewis. Ooh, Huey Dead Lewis would have been great. So that's all I need. I'd like to see Skid Row again. I know they still still tour, but you know, nostalgia factor. Guns and Roses is always fun to see. But all right, all right, that's all we got. Um, stay safe this weekend. We want to see you back here next week. Until then, we're out. Later, everybody. Oh, shit! Wrong one. <laughs> All right, your version of uh, break. <laughs> I know.